0: wish you a very happy thanksgiving hope that you enjoy it with your family and friends and if you choose to do any shopping definitely happy black friday cyber monday shopping you're listening to the snob os podcast the podcast for apple snobs this is nika monford aka tech savvy diva
1: yo this is terence Gaines, aka brother tech
0: and you're listening and or watching the snob OS show the show for apple snobs where we talk all things apple and then some Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the SnobOS Show, where we talk, again, all things Apple mixed in with some other things as well. We want to, again, take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. If you are a Patreon supporter, you are just heading over from the SnobOS Show, which is our exclusive content for our premium supporters. If you want to get in on that action, you can definitely head over to patreon.com slash and become a patron as well. With that being said, let's kick off the show. We're going to start with the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. We are starting it off this week talking a little Black Friday, Cyber Monday uh, for Apple. So... As I just mentioned, this is the Thanksgiving week, and we know with Thanksgiving it comes Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And Apple is doing a special shopping event starting on the 26th. Where is it really offer... all that
1: special? <laughs> is this just like well, it's, everything it's you do special. Every it's special year.
0: in the fact that Apple doesn't usually, Give this I guess, much. have you know shopping events. Other than here's what we got. You can buy it and enjoy it or not. We're not giving you too much extra with that.
1: And then they're being kind of funny with how they're giving the money, but right get into that a little bit later. But it, again, right. that's still kind of par for the course, but it is what it right. is. We know what time it is with Apple, so continue. This
0: is their version of Black Friday Cyber Money, not necessarily the traditional route where we're used to... Huge deals on on uh, products. So their shopping event runs between November 26th through November 29th, and what you get from the shopping event um, is you get gift cards based on eligible purchases of specific products. Now this doesn't uh, it's not one gift card tier the gift cards range between $500 to $200, depending on the product. So if you buy an Apple Watch SE, an Apple Watch Series 3, an Apple TV, an iPhone 12, iPhone 12 mini, or iPhone SE, you get $50 back in gift card form. For Studio 3 wireless, we're talking Beats here, uh, solo 3 wireless and other beats products you get up to a $50 gift card um i wasn't able to really determine what constitutes the up to part um is it 25, 10, 15, 50 i wasn't really able to to ascertain what the up to part meant probably if i we'll read probably, a little bit more i probably would have figured it out but we'll i'm thinking it's probably based the- on the product
1: yeah probably the more expensive one, probably the bigger the gift card. You get the so max. my yeah. my guess is uh the studio three I think is the more expensive. I have to look that up, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so in any event, what regardless of the beats product that you're buying, you're not going to get more than fifty dollars in gift card form for other accessories, um apple pencil, second generation the Smart Keyboard Folio, MagSafe dual Charger, an AirTags 4-Pack, not the single, and the Magic Keyboard. Again, you can get up to $50 uh, value gift card. All right, for AirPods, that second and third generation, AirPods Pro and AirPods Max, you get up to $75 uh, gift card. The $75 is probably for the AirPod Max and probably, you know, 50 and 25 likely for the AirPods Pro and the AirPods second and third generation. All right, for AirPod, not AirPod, iPad Pro or a MacBook Air 13 inch um, or I'm sorry, for iPad Pro, or a MacBook Air, or a 13 inch MacBook Pro or Mac mini, you get a $100 gift card. And for the iMac 27 inch, you get a $200 gift card. Now, this is the caveat with all of this. The gift card money can only be used on the next purchase. You cannot use your gift card on your current purchase so you got to come back to be able to use the you gotta gift buy card. something
1: else right
0: uh, which has something. always been
1: apple's mo uh right. so don't be surprised on that they've done that ever since i've known apple which <laughs> be honest i think it's kind of whack you know um but this is why apple is so rich is because they do things like this so i can't knock the hustle at the same time you know i And they aren't swayed.
0: They stick to it. Even with all of the other, you know, Apple products being sold at your Target, at your Walmart, which you can get much better deals than what Apple itself is offering. But you're getting it if you're, some people are super sticklers for buying things only directly from Apple. Um, They won't purchase them from from anyone else so you kind of have to decide what's most important to you do you want to save money or do
1: you want a gift card well that ties into last week's uh story about how people were buying apple products from best buy from all these other places and expecting to get a uh 12 or 24 month installment plan if they use their apple card so Mm -hmm. apple has really stacked the deck but you really don't get the same benefits or discounts if you if you don't go with Apple so if you stick with Apple you buy from Apple you will get these little funky gift cards that you can not apply to the actual purchase but you'll get the cash back if you use your Apple card and you get the option to use installments so if you're buying a MacBook Air or MacBook Pro and you want to put that on 12 or 24 month installments you can do that if you buy from Apple but just know you're going to get these little funky gift cards. Or if you go to Best Buy, you go to some of these other, you know, electronics online stores, you maybe get a, a better discount on the product you want to buy, but, but you, you, you won't pay get the cash over. back and you won't get the installment option if you're using Apple stuff. Now you can—I'm pretty sure Best Buy, you know, all these other places have their own version of an installment plan or credit cards where they'll give you this amount off, but. You know, I ain't trying to go through all that and mess up my credit (laughs) because I'm trying to get all these deals or whatever. So, you know, you want to stick with the credit cards you already got. So, yeah, it puts you in a little bit of a bind, to say the least, if you're trying to get the best deal.
0: Yeah. You really have to either be prepared for what you want to purchase or you're going to have to go and, um, you know, not get the benefit of, like you said, the installment plan, the cash back and the stupid gift cards that you have to use to buy something else. So that's their version of Black Friday. And as Terrence mentioned, this is not shocking or surprising at all because Apple usually doesn't sell their products at any type of sale or discount normally. And this is, if you're looking to Apple for any type of benefit, this is the best that you're going to get. And it's been that way years, and it is likely to unchange at any point in the future. All right, heading on over to the next thing. We talked a little bit about this uh, last week. Apple announced its self uh, self repair service, um, but a little bit more information has come out um, based on a linked memo that uh, uh, Mac Rumors uh, got a chance to take a look at it appears as if not only are they going to allow you to buy the parts yourself um, and do the self-repair and give you the manuals, they are going to run this through a third-party company. Um, So essentially they will use, the third-party company has not been named, we don't know who it is, we don't know if it's an existing company, or if it's uh, going to be some newly created company that uh, Apple does himself. but um, in any event, this third party uh, company, um, Apple is going to use them to farm out the services online part store. Um, the, these this third party uh, firm will be responsible for fulfilling orders of more than 200 in individual parts and the tools, um, that are available directly from Apple, meaning that they're Apple branded. And it will also be taking in any of the faulty or broken parts that you, as a customer, return to them. Also, users can return, quote, core parts or use components. And these, uh, parts and components will be, uh, uh, eligible for recycling, and you'll receive a credit towards the repair. Uh, You you will receive a credit towards the purchase after the repair has been completed. Again, the repair manuals will be made um, available through the Apple Support website, and this is expected to go live early 2022, so likely the first quarter of 2022. So we mentioned last week how um, places like iFixit and other companies like this, this they they wanted this type of uh, of service to be able to self service your um, your devices and not have to go through Apple. Now we talked about you know some direct competition because now the parts Apple will be um, releasing Apple branded parts. Now it appears that Apple is going to have. A third party company or a separate company that does this repair. So it's even more direct competition with places like I Fix It, You Break It, or whatever their names are. So I guess your thoughts on now, it was kind of a direct competition, but not really. But with them now using this third party, this is like direct competition with these companies.
1: Well, this is um, not unlike Apple because they use a third party when you are doing a trade in. So like if you trade in your MacBook to get credit for a new one, you want to purchase iPhone, iPad, whatever, you are um, starting the transaction via Apple's website. But the company that's taking them in, uh, inspecting them, refurbishing them, maybe even reselling them is done via third party. Apple's not doing all that. So makes sense that they would do the same thing for this self-service repair to where um, maybe you start the transaction on Apple's website and then connects you to a different uh, group or a different um, online store or whatever and then you finish the ordering the pieces, ordering the kits and then returning them back, you know, you return them back to this third-party company. It'll be Apple-ish. It'll be Apple-like, but Apple themselves, Apple employees won't be listing won't be you know handling shipping out and accepting returns for your broken parts so like if you fix an iphone it won't
0: be like a genius bars type
1: situation right no you'll be sending it back to some other third party you may not even never see the name of them but uh this is done this all that to say this is not unlike apple this has been done before it'll look apple it'll have apple polish but it won't be the same uh apple employees actually doing the transactions yeah
0: yeah so Um, it should be interesting to see, um, I guess how people get on board with the self service. And like you mentioned last week, it's all fun and games until you break your device apart and you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how many people really jump on board and are willing to do the self service. I'm thinking it's going to be some people that try, and like, you know what, this is not what I wanted. Uh-huh. So let me go and pay someone to do this because this I'm not about that life. So right. it'll be interesting to see how the whole self-service works and how, I guess, accepted it is and how this new third-party company, it sounds like they're only going to use one to kind of manage this self-service, this uh-huh. new self-service business. Right. All right, that is it for the lowdown. Let's head on over to Second String where we talk all other tech. So this uh, particular story, it's in Second String, but it does have a little bit of Apple tie-in. So Google has now, um, in their latest Android update, allowed iMessage Reaction support. So this means that this new update enables uh, Android devices the, the users to be able to see iMessage reactions as attached emojis instead of, I'm assuming this, it says in the article that uh, I'm reading from, uh, instead of confusing strings of inline text. So I'm I'm assuming that when someone does a um, uh, a reaction from an Apple device, it shows a funky on an Android device. Well, now... With this latest update, which is rolling out now, you will have support for message reactions uh, such as heart, thumbs up, thumbs down, a laughter, exclamation point, or a question mark. It will be linked to the text message. Um, and there will be a little message uh, in Google Messages that also shows translated from iPhone, um, basically indicating that this reaction that you're seeing in your text message is from an Apple user, but it's being reconfigured, or as they put it, translated into an Android Google Messages form. So it seems like the lines between Blue Bubble and Green Bubble are starting to blur a little bit. It seems like uh, Google is trying to close the gap a little bit to make it, I guess, less of a distinction between imessage and google messages
1: uh well it may be a uh sign of things to come you know because when ios 15 uh launched you remember um now users can uh iphone users or imessage users rather can send facetime links to android users and windows users Uh, now android users can see um reactions what the reactions are Is like, for instance, if you're an iMessage and for instance, I'll give, you know, how me and Nico roll is, you know, when we are done recording a show, um, you know, one of us will edit it and upload it to Google Drive, for example. Uh, She'll put, you know, Nico put the, you know, everything's been uploaded. And then instead of me saying, okay, as a separate text message, I can press and hold on her message and put a thumbs up or put a, you know, whatever the case may be, to let her know that I saw it and I acknowledge it. But it's not a separate text message. message. Mm -hmm. I message to I message, that's how it looks. I message to Android or SMS, you know, who knows how it looks. I don't know. I don't have an Android phone. So y'all, Android folks, y'all tell me what does it look like when you're (laughs) in a text message group chat with a bunch of iPhone users and they're using all this cool tech and you just got, Confusing strings of inline text, you know, let us know how that looks, but that's not the case Maybe it'll look like Facebook messages Um, If you're using Facebook messages, you know, and you do a thumbs up or a smiley face or some sort of emoji You know, it'll show up as an actual uh, Icon or an image on the text message versus the inline text where it just gives you the text version of the thumbs up or it'll say thumbs up you know, whatever the case may be, uh, maybe it'll look more like that. But it does, like you said, it does kind of blur the lines because when you add that up with the other things that Apple has done, you know, you it's not a stretch to speculate that iMessage will be, and I may save this for my predictions. End of year predictions. Yeah, it, you, can, you can make the argument that eventually... Uh, iMessage will be compatible with Android. so
0: We shall see because um, the whole blue bubble green bubble debate um, has raged on for years and it sounds like, I don't know will the blue bubbles and green bubbles I don't know what green and blue make will it be a new bubble color? Uh, I guess Mm. only time will tell. Yellow? Is that what it is? I don't
1: know. Mm. Mm. Huh. I'll look it up.
0: <laughs> uh, while you do that, let's go ahead on to the next story. Um, tile um, has been acquired by Family Location Sarah Service Life Three Hundred and Sixty. So um, we we tile was you know the location uh, device prior to AirTags, um, AirTags came along and I think it took quite a bit of the market share for tile, but they have been acquired by a uh, life Three Sixty 60 for $205 million. This um, seems low. Maybe, I don't know. I'm a, I'm assuming they must've taken a pretty big hit with the introduction of the AirTags. Um, to, to, I guess, accept this. The deal has not been finalized. I don't think it will be finalized until Q1 of 2022. But, uh, you know, folks are saying that this may be the edge that Tile needs to be able to compete with AirTags. Based on this um, acquisition, um, Tile will continue to operate as a separate entity in its same way. It'll have the same branding and it'll all be still managed under the current Tile CEO. What uh, Life360 gains is, they will get access to the 27,000 retail stores that Tile trackers are currently being sold in. And um, they will also get um, the Tile subscribers. So this will up their current... Uh, subscriber base by 45%. I think uh, Live360, I think they currently maybe have 33 million subscribers, I think, if I'm if I'm thinking correctly. So it looks like it's kind of, I won't say it's a quid pro quo, but it's a get for both sides. Tile will be able to still operate somewhat autonomously while still, while having the backing of a larger platform with um, Life360's current subscriber base. And what they're using to kind of separate themselves from AirTags is that uh, Tile will be able to work on both iOS and Android devices, while AirTags only work on Apple devices. So um, I guess, I, I think you used Tile before we had AirTags. Did you see this Kind of coming, or did you see you know, Tile still you know, trying to keep pace with with the air tags?
1: Well, um, Tile, the whole time when air tags was released, the CEO saw up and down, uh, they're not bothered by air tags, and we're not, you know, Tile will continue to be this and continue to be that, and we're not bothered in the least. And in actuality, you know, air tags, they were kind of bothered, helping, they're kind of helping Tile do X and Y and Z, and then come to find out. Uh, this life 360 company which does something similar to find my if you're you know if you've used find my to locate you know where your kids are or where your husband and wife are anybody that you invite into your circle you can kind of see their location life 360 kind of does that so it kind of makes sense for them to acquire tile because now with find my on Apple side you can use find my to find your keys if you have air tags connected. Your luggage your pets whatever case may be whatever you have air tags tagged to uh, you can use find my to find those things in addition to share your location with your people you know family that you've invited so life 360 and tile combined does the same thing that um, find my does uh, with the I guess however you look at it with the added bonus of working on both iOS and Android so um, maybe uh, this the tile CEO was kind of uh, using that as leverage to get acquired um, to kind of really kind of not just compete against air tags, but compete against the whole location sharing platform that is findmy My so you uh, know, like it, it'll be interesting to see if they can actually compete uh, 205 million sounds kind of low, like I mentioned, because my guess is well my assumption would be that if tile is doing so good, uh, not even with air tags out and so much so that we're doing a little bit better, you know, now that air tags out, I would think that number would be a little bit higher. I'm not a acquisition person. I ain't got $205 million. So <laughs> <laughs> take that with a grain of salt, but, um, we shall see. And, oh, and green bubbles and blue bubbles mixed together, make cyan bubbles. So, um, uh, my guess going back to the previous story if Apple does make uh, com- more compatible compatibility with you know uh, SMS uh, text messaging or RCS I think is what everybody outside of Apple is going to mm-hmm. if they make more compatibility to that I guarantee you it's gonna still gonna be blue bubbles. So <laughs> it ain't gonna be no cyan.
0: They gotta have yeah. something. They gotta keep right. keep some semblance of, of Apple order. Yep. All right, that is it for second string. We're going to head on over to For the Culture, where we talk about anything culturally relevant that we want to talk about. And I went back and forth with a couple of things to cover. And then I was like, this is the perfect thing to cover. So over the weekend, there was a huge meltdown over on that bird app that we call Twitter. So there is a community, uh, Sim, we always talk about black Twitter, black Twitter, black Twitter. There is a black tech Twitter. So basically all the black techies, kind of converge in and, and talk tech they use a hashtag all that good stuff and um the twitter handle Paris Athena she actually is credited with creating the black tech twitter hashtag She since parlayed that into a business where she um links black tech um uh, professionals with uh with jobs. So she has a business where she has black tech talent and she uh, joins the two um, together, which is, you know, a, a simple, you know, streamlined way of of explaining what black tech Twitter has ultimately um, evolved into. Well, a meltdown happens when there is this Twitter spaces that pops up uh, on on the on Twitter and it was titled Why I Hate Black Tech Twitter mm-hmm. and boy did that set off the community I think at one point it was up to 1300 people in that spaces then um, the, the creator of Black Tech Twitter you know she had her thoughts then everybody else had their thoughts so they were in the spaces but then they were also tweeting about it as well then after that whole dust up, then there was another Twitter space called Why I Love Black Tech Titter. So it was Twitter fingers just going while people just, you know, in the spaces just going on. I saw that the first spaces that said why I hate Black Tech Twitter. And I was like, oh God, here we go again. People in not just Black Tech Twitter, but just tech Twitter in general, they are fighting every week on this stupid app about something. And so I saw it. I was like, you know what? I'm tapping out. I didn't join the why I love, why I hate. Then there were some other ones that spurned around. Let's support. Let's be encouraging. Let's talk about ways we can improve the community. I left Twitter. And you know, Twitter is normally where i be at. And I was like, this is way too toxic. This is This is a lot going on. So I was like, I am going to gracefully bow out of this conversation because it did go on for quite a bit into the next day with these spaces that kept popping up and i'm just like good lord this is
1: a lot so this is why i did not get on clubhouse because this is the behavior that these people these people people who are are trying to make a name for themselves trying to break into a not industry but trying to um set themselves apart i can't think of the right term i want to use but this is what i thought people were doing with clubhouse they were trying to create these spaces to kind of uh position themselves as some sort of subject matter expert or some sort of influencer and then kind of leverage that to catapult whatever it is, whether it be a product, whether it be a service, whether it be just charging people for whatever the case may be. This is what I suspected they were doing in Clubhouse, and this is why I didn't get on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter decided they're going to launch their competitor, Twitter Spaces. So it makes sense that people take those same attitudes, take that same kind of clickiness, take that same sort of, you know, uh, use this as a tool. Versus not versus, but um, yeah, versus actually caring about the community. I'm not saying black tech Twitter is not that type of um environment, I don't know, but I will tell you when these spaces came up, I was in them. This why I hate <laughs> black tech Twitter, and then why I love black tech Twitter. I kind of listened in to both of them because this was my first time getting into this kind of audio room guest speakers type things so i was like all right well this is a perfect opportunity to figure out you know what was i missing out by mm-hmm. skipping clubhouse the answer is no um, <laughs> because from what i was able to glean the people who created the why i hate black tech twitter number one it was clickbait. they knew they needed something catchy to get people to join in and join and people did but the problem that i have with just conversations in general uh, they're not they're not organized there's no overall point there was no what can we do to make black tech twitter better it was just people rambling and i hate that i'm a rambler <laughs> so <laughs> but i tried to have an overarching point um these people were just like i don't like it when people try to be gatekeepers they didn't want to name so specific names They didn't, again, try to come up with some reasons as to this is what black tech Twitter could be doing to make things better. You know, then people would try to come in in defense of black tech Twitter and they would kind of either argue them off or kind of silence them. So which I think the reason why they spawned the why I love black tech Twitter. But even in the why I love black tech Twitter, they were just kind of saying, you know, patting their own backs, you know, oh, I love the space. You know, uh, not really even saying, okay, well, we have to recognize Black tech Twitter is nothing but a microcosm of tech Twitter. Mm -hmm. The same issues, the same challenges that people are going to have with a tech Twitter, the infighting, the gatekeeping, you cannot ignore that that stuff cannot and does not exist in Black tech Twitter. You're not different. It's the same thing. The same problems that black tech, twi- uh, tech Twitter is a microcosm of Twitter. The same problems that people have on Twitter is going to carry over into tech Twitter, which is going to carry down into black tech Twitter. So, you know, it was a whole lot of uh, what I'm not going to do is talk bad about my, you know, this and that without, you know, right or wrong, agree or disagree, acknowledge that you're you, nobody. This is not a special. It is special. It's special to the people who support it. It's special to the people who've actually used it to get jobs, network, make friends, whatever the case may be. But it's not specific and special and exclusive to where they don't have those same issues. So it's kind of just a whole bunch of what you would expect, what I expected of what people were doing in Clubhouse. Again, that's not all things people were doing in Clubhouse. So I can hear people listening to this and saying, well, my experience in Clubhouse, I get it. That's not I'm not saying that's all the clubhouse. I'm just telling you right. why I decided to not uh, take part. And again, yeah. like I started the conversation, um, it kind of carried over into Twitter spaces with this particular conversation had, uh transpiring people clicked up, which yeah. is, again, not the point. But I mean, that's what we do. That, that's, that's, not, that's what, what, we, what do. we do. You, you can't yeah. make a separate exclusive place and not expect to have those same issues.
0: Right. Right, and I think at the end of the day, like you said, this happens across all industries, not just tech Twitter. You got entrepreneur Twitter. You got VC Twitter. You got Mark. All of these are subsets of a larger, you know, type of of group of people in regards of whether it's black folks, brown folks, white folks. It's
1: doctors, all the same lawyers. Stuff. It's all the
0: same stuff, <laughs> right. and. I, like you said, he, whoever, I think it was a he who created the space, he knew that if he put Black Tech Twitter in the space title, mm-hmm. he would get the audience that he was hoping for. Right. And that's what it appears to happen, and it just, it was not just on, a cluster.
1: Right. And not only that, you know, um, just the fact that um, they started the space and I, from what I could glean again, they were surprised that there are people who are pretending or posing as gatekeepers. And because he had a it sounded like this person, these people had a specific encounter with a specific person and took that to say, that's why I hate black Twitter. Same thing with black businesses. Mm. You, you support you. You go to a black business. They mess up your order. The customer service ain't what you expected it to be whatever the case may be and then you, what do you say that's why i don't support black businesses no yeah that's why you don't support this you don't support that business, black right? business right Right. right. Well, what they did was again use that as a jumping board uh you know um you know to say that's why i hate black click twitter of course like i mentioned the people who support the the movement who are part of their you know who the part of the Black Tech Twitter family? You know they, of course, name we ain't gonna let them talk about us like that, like we some, you know, we're just some bullies or whatever. So they Bye. go and start their own space. But then, like I said, they couldn't even say, okay, we have to recognize everybody's experience isn't going to be the same. Somebody's going to have a bad experience, but we would hope that the overwhelming amount of support. Resources, networking that you that people have been able to get from Black Twitter would overshadow the one or two negative experiences, you know. But we're not going to acknowledge. It. We're not going to pretend like those experiences don't happen. They kind of, right. you know, let's rally and cry, let's combat yeah. this, you know. But really, nothing was ever resolved.
0: <laughs> nothing was ever accomplished, which is usually what happens in these types of meltdowns and Twitter battles. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it in for the culture. Um, do you have a hookup for this week?
1: No. Uh, go eat turkey. Uh-huh, that's I hookup. have
0: a hookup for this week. <laughs> okay. Right. Surprisingly. So in keeping uh, with the whole Thanksgiving theme, the tweets, I mean, not the tweets, the text, the happy Thanksgiving text okay. with 50 people on it seeing everybody's phone number, people you don't know, seeing all the replies going back and forth. Okay. There's a way that you can get around this. When you get ready to send out your happy Thanksgiving tweet to 50 of your closest friends,
1: mm-hmm.
0: please head on over to your iPhone. Okay. Go on over to settings. Mm-hmm. Go on down to messages and then scroll Scroll down, down, down to where it says group messaging. Turn it off if you're going to do this. Because when you turn this group messaging off, you can send your mass text of Happy Thanksgiving to your 50 closest friends. Uh It will look like a group message to you. Uh But to the recipient, they will only see your... Happy Thanksgiving! And when they reply back,
1: they it reply will back only to you. go
0: to the to uh, the person who originally sent it, and not to everybody all of your fifty uh, closest uh, friends.
1: All right, so please, good one.
0: please save us from from the the endless Happy Thanksgiving text from people that you do not know.
1: Right, but but it only you only should do it for this specific reason for this specific point. Day of a group chat is for you to post a message and everybody see it and then everybody can reply because that's the whole point well when you turn this off only you know the people it, it only re- the people reply back and everybody doesn't see the reply yeah so so you, turn you,
0: after you send after you right. send your after you send your happy thanksgiving text before mm-hmm. you send it go in turn group messaging off mm-hmm. go and send the message to your 50 closest friends once you've sent that message, then you can go back in and turn the group messaging back on so you can have your group chats. But please, for the one text that you technically you send this probably three times a year, Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year's.
1: Right. And the people who typically send them don't send them to the group that all these people are probably already in. Anyways. Already in. So the they first create thing- a new one. Right. So the first thing you should do is send it to the groups that you're already a part of. Yes. You know, number two, if you don't do that, then turn this off, send the message. And then when people reply, they'll just reply back to you. And you can have your conversation with just mm-hmm. that one person if it kind of spawns yes. off into something else. But first and yes. foremost, tell your, tell your auntie, tell your uncles and them. It's like, look, we're already in a group chat. Just mm-hmm. send it there. <laughs> Put it
0: there. And if you feel the need, the urge to send it to your other Thousand closest friends, please do this. Please and thank you.
1: All right. That's a good one. All
0: right. That is it for this week of the Snobble West Show. Definitely download, rate, and review us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can definitely hit us up. If you want to send us a happy Thanksgiving, you can do that on social media. By going to uh, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. We're at Snob West Cast Everywhere. Also, be sure to head on over to our YouTube channel where you can watch uh, clips of our show there as well. Make sure you like and subscribe our, to our channel. That helps us in the rankings. If you want to leave us a more detailed or personal comment or suggestion, head on over to our website, snobowestcast.com, or shoot us over an email at snobowestcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also chat with us uh, throughout the week on our Discord channel um, by joining that community, and that link is on our website as well. If you got some money to spare, head on over to patreon.com slash Westcast. That is our uh, Patreon, uh, Patreon support site. And we have a couple tiers where you can support the show for $3 a month. You get access to our live show uh, early and access to exclusive content. If you want to up that contribution to our five month tier, you get those two things as well as audio feed of our exclusive content early and access to our very special exclusive Snobbish channel inside of our Discord community. And if you don't want to do uh, a monthly uh, contribution or if you want to do that in addition to, you can also head on over to paypal.me slash SnobOS and you can give us a one time or two time or how many over time love offering that way as well. With that being said, we wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Hope that you enjoy it with your family and friends. And if you choose to do any shopping, definitely happy Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping. We'll see you next week.
1: Peace.